0: hello the warm up show audience this is episode two of the halftime talk with lucas how uh, how are you lucky hey i'm good how are you doing great as usual uh i will remind everybody uh uh, concept of the show so a halftime talk is uh, very easy to understand it's 15 minutes the length of the halftime to discuss one subject the way we choose the subjects, we don't want to be prepared so I will simply write uh, two subjects and Lucas will choose one and we'll just go and talk about it if you guys want um, us to talk about the topic that you guys if you guys want us to talk about a topic that you choose, just make sure to DM me or put it in the group uh, in the comment below and uh, we'll, we'll choose one. Okay, Lucas, are you ready? I'm excited. Me Give me the topics. All right, I will send you the topic. You read them out loud and then mm-hmm. we'll choose one. Mm.
1: Right, first topic: Mesut Ozil from Schalke to Germany, World Cup winner. The Arsenal, situ- the Arsenal situation, and the other one is USA, new generation, the golden generation. Question mark. Oh. <laughs>
0: Question so mark. Question Either we talk about uh, the US, Mesut yeah, Ozil and his very interesting career and very interesting player that he is. Or we talk about the new generation that's coming up for the United States. Could it be the golden generation with all the new players?
1: You have five it's Just
0: interesting. Thank you. Appreciate that. Three, Good. two, one. Sir?
1: Mr Mesut Ozil, we do to talk about
0: Mesut Ozil. ready start the time. I re- uh, remind everybody, uh, we have 15 minutes and not an extra second. Right, Lucas, last time you talked too much, we had to go over the time, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm.
1: So. <laughs> you know, it's like when, when, when the ref is like knocking on the door already.
0: Like he's whistling in, the, well. we already whistling in the locker room, time to go. Oh, by the way, before we start, before we officially start, um, it's we're recording this episode on Thursday, November nineteenth. So we, I would like to personally wish happy birthday to our dear friend Paul Galimi from Australia. Would Me you?
1: too, of course.
0: No, Lucas. whole like. <laughs> topic. Oh, that's true. It could be a very interesting topic. Paul, happy birthday! Uh, are you ready, Lucas? I'm ready. Let's do it timer is on
1: so you start all right missut no like you said he started uh, at schalke and he was always very like a promising talent but then already schalke gave up on him a little bit and he went to bremen well, when no, did, before. He, did he, so he was in the academy of schalke yeah he was in the academy a very good academy by the way and then he played, I would say, like two years for the first team. And then they didn't like really see it. And he moved to Werder Bremen.
0: And then that's where he exploded in, in Bremen?
1: Yeah, he exploded a little bit. And what his real, his real acceleration was at the World Cup 2010. Then after that, he went to Arsenal. So that's when his star yeah. like,
0: you went, went you over went, Europe. You went to Madrid after that?
1: Automatric, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So I remember, yeah, I, I didn't know. I mean, I knew now that, but when, when he came out, I, I actually discovered him during the World Cup 2010. I didn't know him when he was in, the, in Bremen. Mm. And um, why, why do you think he didn't go so well in, uh, in Charco because of his attitude or because of the whole team in general was not really good? Yeah. You know,
1: Schalke is like a club, like the people are like, you say, like Germany are like hard workers, they want to see you fight, they want to see you give everything for your club, and Mesut Ozil doesn't have like the body language that he's like giving everything, you know? Like sometimes the camera is on him and he looks like a little bit like he doesn't want to be there, or he's like not even like sweating, you know, his shirt is not dirty. And then if like the team is not doing well, they always have like... uh, a victim to go after you're yeah. like this guy is like not even defending, he's not even fighting for our club. And then yeah, he went to Bremen, a more like club where like he could play number ten, more like in a free role. And that's where he can like be more creative, you know.
0: Was it was he really
1: good in Bremen? He was really good in Bremen, yeah. But, but he was he was not like would you ex- that you would expect he goes to Madrid right after. Mm. It's like you said, like maybe most people the World Cup, and then he went off. Yeah,
0: because I know, I know that Wenger tried to get him when he was in in there A game for Arsenal, but then he decided to go to, to Real Madrid. But uh, what you said about his body language is, I feel like that's that's a story of his life. It is he's even in national so, team. He's so nonchalant that when mm-hmm. you have to, to pick on somebody, you're gonna you're gonna pick for him.
1: That's that's right. Like if you're winning and like everything is going well, like no one's gonna say anything. But if you lose and then you see him, like then people are gonna say, "Oh, look at this guy. We're losing, and this guy is like jogging
0: around. Like, you know, he doesn't really care." Yeah, so the the difficult thing is, what what do you think is uh, the teammates in the team, like his teammates, are feeling about it mm-hmm. too? Because he's he's the player like this. Like we were talking about. When you have a special player like this, and he's a true number 10, too. So, yeah, he is. It could be the one who's not defending. So, obviously, it's in excess because I feel like he was, especially in Arsenal lately, I mean, uh, the last couple of years. But, yeah. And now he's older, but don't you yeah. want him not to defend? So, then he does his full...
1: No, capacity. I think nowadays, like, everyone has to defend at least a little yeah. bit, even, like, just, like occupying a, a space that you cannot play through there, you know, a little bit. But even if you have that extra role that you don't have to defend like crazy, like something in return is expected. And if you cannot deliver that, then it's going to be even from the teammates, like, I'm running here, I'm like fighting here for this guy. And he's not even giving his like offensive power to us you know when you have
0: a player like this is is going to create tension in the team so you have you need to mm-hmm. have a great manager who was the coach in Werder
1: in Werder was like 2009 honestly i don't know but i know he was the player after you know miku yeah you know miku yeah he was number 10 too and then they got is right after Ooh. so Bremen always had like this like Playmaker role, you know?
0: Yeah, but Miku, Miku was less nonchalant than that. He would run.
1: Yeah, but he's also true number 10, you know? Yeah,
0: I love that That's guy. what I'm
1: saying. They already had, like, a role for him to, to go into there, and, like, it was a perfect fit, you know?
0: So it was, it was easy for him to adapt to, to that. And, yeah. And they needed that type of player. Because mm. if you look, so then in, he's in Werder, and then he goes to Madrid. His first year in Madrid, he was so good. He was, he was the guy. I think when he
1: left, even Ronaldo was mad because he was the guy who gave him the most assists. He was too good. He was so good. I know, and I didn't understand why Madrid is like giving
0: him away, you know, or let him go at this time. I didn't I, understand I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how he, how it ended. I forgot like what was the whole situation. I forgot if Madrid was doing good. I think it was also around the time where Barcelona was just was just uh, winning everything.
1: Yeah, but he also won titles, but he never won the Champions League. that I think. Mm. So they were like, yeah. So but they, like you said, he was doing, he was doing good. Did they sell him
0: to get uh, Benzema, Bale, and all that?
1: no I think Benzema was
0: already there,
1: and Bale was later on. I
0: don't know, because I mean, I was so happy when he came to Arsenal. Yeah, he's he's the type of player that can just. He just creates chances all the time. He's super elegant, super like a lefty. He's beautiful yeah. to watch him play. Like he's, and I don't think I think that there's not that many uh, players nowadays like this. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's just so creative, and it's a true number ten. There's not that many who plays with an actual number ten anymore. You don't really play. Yeah. You often play with two number eights. Um, so I, I think it's just such a shame. So so after that, let's talk about. What happened with Germany? Because you have more knowledge than me on this with the national team. Yeah, obviously in 2014 he won the World Cup.
1: Was he good at that World Cup? Yeah, but he was he was like in that World Cup, you could say that he was like he wanted it. He wanted that title too. You could see it actually a little bit more than in like other games, you know? Like that he was defending, that he was going backwards, and you could you could tell. That he was like really wanted that title but he wasn't like in terms of scoring goals not that no i think he scored one or two goals but he, he had assists like always he always had assists and he's he always like a guy who's giving like the second last pass you know it's yeah. opening up and then the assist comes you know
0: that that that's the one that nobody really looks at yeah. is the most important. Yeah. Not the assist, usually you just do what the game is telling you to do right now because mm. it's the last pass and it's just obvious what's going to happen most of the time. It's that pass mm. before that that's actually creating it.
1: Yeah, you know, there's an English newspaper and they had an article about him and like the, the headline was like, Mesut Ozil, the best player without the ball because he's moving mm-hmm. like so like accurate and like, in such a, so a smart way that he opens up space for other people and he sees like things before it even happens
0: yeah right? but then so you told me you could tell that he was running more and defending more during the World Cup so he also means he can do it
1: he can do it obviously he can obviously he can do more than you
0: saw like in the last year with Arsenal maybe so because now so now we're talking about um, he's moving to Arsenal uh, and honestly, the first two years, he was he was really good. I think he was the yeah. best assist uh, in the league, yeah. best assist, et cetera. And uh, just delightful to watch him play, honestly. It was, it was, uh, with Giroud too, they had a great uh, partnership. Um, and then what happened was with the, with the, the story with him and the national team. Because I know there was... So he, he's Turkish, right?
1: Yeah, like, but like I said before, you know, when, it, when everything was going well and you have a player like this, and it's fine, but then if you, like Germany wasn't doing 2016, the Euros, mm. we, didn't, we didn't do great, and then 2018, obviously, we, we fucked it completely, yeah. <laughs> but then, but then, it's like difficult for a player like this when you're like, like we said, like his body language is like an easy victim for everyone, you know. He can kind of bring it on himself. Press for the for the fans, like yeah. it's like he was target after 2018. He was the main target for everyone. Like when there was when there was a picture, how bad Germany was, it was Earth was in the picture, you know. Yeah, it's kind of uh, kind of unfair to and not the whole team. Yeah. Um and that that's yeah but that's what I said like if it if it
0: that that's what happened with Arsenal too
1: mm-hmm. yeah what happened with to Arsenal too probably
0: because uh, so
1: sad to to see him now like this is one picture of him and he's on the on the banjo in the stands with like an umbrella sitting there you know God
0: whoa. that
1: picture too yeah horrible. Oh. Honestly, I had, I had some hope when Arteta took over.
0: But I think Arteta gave him a chance. That's what I heard too. Because he, he started playing. But then I think Arteta wanted to bring like a brand new dynamic. And you couldn't really keep in. Uh, and he had to make choices too, you know. Uh, I'm not going to say it took him to, to be an example. Because he did it with uh, Gendouzi as well. But he's not even yeah. required to play this year. You know? Yeah and again i'm gonna say it every, i'm gonna say it every time we talk but I'm, a, I'm an arsenal fan and every time every week i watch the videos the inside training and so he's there at training you see him at training but yeah how, you know how difficult he must be in this situation
1: but probably he's he's in training he's probably still doing like crazy good things you know
0: yeah but i mean obviously i don't see anything it's like 10 minutes videos but yeah i don't know i'm just i'm just imagining it and i kind of saw like i feel like our is not giving him any attention you know
1: i mean now it's over anyway you know
0: it's over over over. like he's yeah done. so i don't know how long he has left but uh what what type of situation is it when you know you're going to train so obviously people are going to say oh he's taking his money he's happy whatever but i don't think so honestly because mm-hmm. No training if you don't enjoy it and if you have that this, that tension with the coach, it's it's not enjoyable. It's not enjoyable. It's every day, you know, you yeah. go there every day, you know. And you have and, to be there and have still the, the the good attitude, like you cannot do any mistakes because then they can they can find a find way you. to find you or sue you yeah. or whatever. So that situation would be very, very delicate. It would be really interesting to see him in training, you know. That, honestly, I, I saw a couple of videos and so Arteta is yelling, yes, uh, Reese Nelson, well done, uh, Joe, blah, blah, blah. And then he's yelling, yelling, and then Ozil is doing a finish, he's scoring. Not a word. So I don't know if I'm mm. just making this in my head because I'm seeing this, or yeah. if all the time like that. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if he's just like that all the time. You know, no, yeah. no attention at all.
1: Yeah, I, I could all, all maybe see him like in practice not giving everything, but maybe then, like, you play five against five and he really like, finds his joy for football again. And then he's like right there and he says, All oh, right, this is fun, you know?
0: Yeah, but I mean, 5v5 five, five on the small side, like, even if you hate everybody, you're having fun there.
1: For sure. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm saying. Maybe that's the only situation we have fun. And maybe he gets, like, put in a team, like, you know, like with the youth players and stuff like this. Yeah. So it's also tough for him too. It's like a little bit of like, I don't know, punishing every time a little bit there.
0: We have we have one minute and forty five seconds left. Um, and you know, yeah, you, know to- you know what he did about the with the like he gave the salary of the guy. They yeah, years. So yeah. You know, like that's what I'm saying. Like maybe he's probably a great guy too, but something is not going right, yeah. or he's always the how do you say it in English.
1: It's difficult to speculate about that because we don't know everything about it, you know.
0: He's a scapegoat. But, yeah. Oh,
1: let's let's talk about thirty seconds. For what's his next move gonna be? Because,
0: I think. Because I, I think. think, he has think to, go to Turkey.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. He has to go to Turkey to I don't know Fenerbahce, like Besiktas, something like this, you know. I mean, it's so it's so. It's. So. Would be nice to see him again, like in a in a good
0: shape, you know i don't know if he can how old is he he's going to be 32 33 30 for sure Uh, i think he needs to go there where he's going to be loved and he's going to find the joy to play again uh is he going to perform i have no idea but i I would really love to see him play in europa league or champions league again and even if i mean i'm sure he's smart enough to understand that maybe now his role is just to come for the last 20-30 minutes and try to create something and not start. Because mm. uh, that's also, like, like you said, now everybody needs to defend a little bit. Except Messi that we saw on his last, uh, you saw remember, against the Champions League? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, but yeah, I hope, uh, hope Messi-Tosif can come back uh, to his level. Because he's a very, Let's very beautiful player to watch for.
1: And I, can, I think he could play like more than 20 minutes in Turkish League. I think he could start. when he really wants to, he could start.
0: Yeah. And we are on 15 minutes. The ref is blowing the whistle. I thought exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, that's it for today. Episode two on Mesut Ozil of the Halftime Talk. Again, let us know what you think about this uh, this show, if you like it or if you don't. Just let us know. DM me if you have any topics you want us to talk about. Um, And uh, that's it. We'll see you next time. Lucas. a word? Nice talking to you. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, See you guys next time. Bye. Bye, guys.